Rubbish Podcast. Hello and welcome to Modern Art is Rubbish. What's the episode number, Tom? Because you looked it up. Episode number 102. Do you know what? I haven't told you. This is actually, is this the first time that I haven't told you what we're going to be doing? As giving you a little heads up. I can't remember. Right, I'm going to give you a clue. Are you ready? Yeah. Ah! Ah! Sorry, Mark. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That was a clue. Any ideas of what we might be talking about? Um, Screaming. Yeah. You're dead right. Right, so uh, let me hand you the... The the... international art of screaming. Uh, Close. Edvard Munch's The Scream. Oh. There you go. You can have a look. We're we're doing one painting special, like we did with the Van Gogh. With the Van Gogh? No, we didn't. We did with the Da Vinci. I look at this painting. I just just want to say, oh, my God. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. I'll tell you why I I decided to uh, pick The Scream, was I uh, came across a story in... uh, I was surfing it came up in my feed uh 2021 analysis revealed uh that there was a message written on the version of the screen which read can only have been painted by a madman and they fought for ages so someone had written on top of the edvard monk's painting can only have been painted by a madman and i thought it was a vandal and it wasn't apparently after analysis i found out it was monk edvard monk had written on it all right yeah yeah so so he wrote on his own painting. Yeah. That's that's the sort of thing that a madman would do. <laughs> <laughs> in 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 air quotes, madman, when we we never the official modern artist rubbish policy is not to advocate the use it's of the word too, madman. Oh, air quotes. What's the correct uh, modern uh, way to describe um, a mad um, male person? Don't know. Differently something i don't know what the correct way of saying is insanely challenged (laughs) oh dear (laughs) so moving uh swiftly on right so who is who was edvard monk firstly i think better just give some a bit of a background do you see they can't see my hand gestures we really need to start filming this because i'm doing a hip-hop yeah a hip-hop gesture is it hip-hop i don't know it no it's like, like a waving thing. hand i don't know what Wa- it is. it's waves yeah i'm doing a waving hand um born in 1863 edvard monk was a norwegian painter and printmaker whose work is associated with the symbolist and expressionist movements he's best known for his painting the screen which is considered a masterpiece of modern art Monk was also a prolific printmaker, creating over 2,000 prints during his lifetime, and he died in 1944. So how old was he, 80, when he died? 81 or something, what was it? Yeah, 1863 to 1944. So being sort of depressed and down, it's kind of like... Was he depressed? Yeah, he had a lot of depression. He had a lot of stuff going on in his life. Yeah. He lost his his mum... And his sister, I believe, early on in his life. Well, we, we yeah. all go through that. Don't I never we? really looked into his background because we I'm, live to eighty. We all go through that. Yeah, yeah. But what well, early on in life though? Oh right, yeah. yeah. So, early on in life. And he, okay. Yeah. So expressionism 
it's expressing it's an art form that originated in Germany in the early part of the 20th century and it emphasizes the artist's emotions and their experiences you know as a source of inspiration for the art so it's not about the picture it's about painting your emotions it's the subject that makes it expressionism yeah was it a case that a lot of expressionist painters were at the time yeah um labeled as mad men um i think possibly i don't know i mean a lot of the german expressionist artists were quite out there so um kind of goes with the territory i was kind of suggesting yeah because i guess like paintings if you're painting your emotions you're gonna paint the more extreme ends i'd imagine rather than like you you, unlikely to paint boredom or quietness well yeah it's normally like melancholy or melancholy or uh, passion yeah definitely definitely and also it's the use of the use of color the real sort of bold use of color so this is why i picked this the scream looking at scream the scream is a prime example of this probably you know probably one of the most famous paintings in the world yes arguably at the moment i mean especially you know it's it's seen in popular culture this the scream series of uh, horror movies just mentioning a few of the most famous paintings in the world probably sunflowers yeah sunflowers Edward Munch's Green, Mona Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, we. Arguably, I'd say Banksy's balloon girl with a balloon as well. All right, is it a painting though? Yeah, it's well silk screen print, isn't it? Silk screen painting. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a print on canvas, but images. The screen, right? It's a painting. Uh, and it was created by Edvard Munch in the late uh, 19th century. Now, there's actually five different versions he did. He did one in um, one in 1893, which is a pastel on cardboard. 1893, another one, which is oil, tempera, and pastel on cardboard. And then in 1895, he did another one, which was in pastel. And then he did another one in tempera, the medium, in pastel. And, and then he did... A series of prints, uh, um, and then also did a one unique sort of like ink sketch of the screen. So he's revisited it a lot. He must have been so bored of it after all that. Yeah, he was probably screaming. <laughs> yeah, he's probably not screaming. Like I was so depressed. <laughs> so the, the main one, you know, the main sort of theme of it is uh, it features, you know, a figure standing on a bridge or some kind of walkway and he's got a distorted anguished face and he's holding his hands up and this person this figure is is screaming and it features a bold and striking color palette with a central figure standing out against an orange red sky that's said to represent the intense and fiery tones of a sunset and you could see it's got a pale complexion and it's really distorted he or they probably more to talk because you can't tell whether it's a man or a woman screaming it looks like um, a person a a gray what a gray is that the right a gray um, name like a type of alien yeah it looks more like an alien than 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 a per than a human yeah definitely and um the figure's clothing is deep dark blue which adds to the sense of isolation and despair and the background is painted in shades of green and purple with a swirling pattern that suggests movement and instability so 
look at it. I mean, I like it. I, I, actually, Monk is what got me into art. Yeah. That's literally why I got... My mum bought me a... I wasn't into art until I was in my early 20s. I wasn't... You know, I had a... I was interested in art, but only as interested as everyone else. I didn't have a real passion for art. And then my mum bought me a book on Monk Prince when I was about 20. And that's when I really got into it. Yeah. So quite late, actually. What yeah. So what was it that first took you? Was it the... Uh the uh in uh what do you call it air air things that you said like the mad man, <laughs> the mad men aspect of it well yeah I, I loved i mean when you see it i love his prints and particularly andy warhol even uh, made a version of the scream himself uh in in silk screen yeah. So he was very moved by it, and I was very. I loved. I love Monk's prints more than his paintings, to be honest, because I think his prints are really direct and emotional. And um, he did it in black and white. And I really love the 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 imagery of it. And you know, it's just a really. I just love the way he communicates the the, the emotion of it. Now, the thing about the scream, and this is what really also drew drew me to it, is what. Edvard Munch said himself about it. So what a lot of people think is the scream is like a person screaming, but it's actually someone reacting to the scream of nature. It's like the cries of nature he's hearing and the person is just about to, is reacting to what he's seeing all going all around him, which is probably more, it's almost like a, climate change i suppose isn't it he's looking at but he doesn't obviously doesn't know about climate change in 1895 but well well, he obviously does (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) hence all the fiery colors yeah he's so in 1892 he wrote i was walking along the road with two friends the sun went down i felt a gust of melancholy suddenly the sky turned a bloody red i stopped leaned against the railing tired to death as the flaming skies hung like blood and soared over the blue black fjord in and the city my friends went on i stood there trembling with anxiety and i felt a vast infinite scream tear through nature so the figure on the bridge was symbolic of him in that moment yes i think it might be it might yeah, yeah. but it's just it's a kind of like a yeah it's very upsetting isn't it but i know i like those moments where the light's weird and like nature yeah eerie yeah there's something like you know powerful about it it's like the scream of nature is that what you called it yeah. yes yeah 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 definitely yeah. the thing is is that he he may have got inspiration from um a peruvian mummy that he went to see in paris it was in a pose that looks very upset it looks like a very upset mummy. Yeah. It's kind of like it's holding its hands to its head and it looks like it's screaming. So yeah. that's a possible inspiration for the, for the piece. He, he definitely saw. Well, yes, apparently he did, yes. And yeah. there have been several scholars that have said that that may be the idea he got behind it. Yeah. So... Yeah, going back to the Peruvian yeah, thing, yeah. sorry. It does look, actually, when you uh, think about the scream... It does look like any skull. Yeah. If you th- see a human skull, one of the things I think of when I see it is Edward Monk the Scream. So they're all screaming. Oh, yeah, no, so we're all like screaming a, underneath. 
Yeah, it's almost like any any like uh, you know any head bone. Oh. Is, uh, it reminds me of this painting. So it's like uh, he took inspiration from maybe from this Peruvian work, yeah. but maybe just from a human skull. That's what the human skull looks like. This scream of nature. Yeah. Oh no. Is that no? Yeah. No, I do. I actually agree with you, but I'm just going. Oh no. Oh no! Oh no! We've all got the scream of nature underneath us. Yeah. So yeah, if you took my face off, I'd be just looking at you like Edward Monk's the scream. You right would now. be screaming, wouldn't you, if I took your face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, interesting enough, I think what contributed to making this image so famous, obviously, it's first its power, but also the fact that it got nicked twice. One was in the museum in Oslo, the Munch Museum, and the other one was in the National Gallery. So there's two versions in Norway. Yeah. Just as a side... He's Norwegian, yeah? Yes. And just as a side note, there's uh, the other... Another one is actually in a private collection and went for like $120 million when it was sold. Do we know whose private collection? Yes, it's in a private collection of an American collector, I believe. All right, yeah. Yeah, He's very happy with his Munch. Oh, is he? I'm sure he is. Oh, yeah. Mind you, it's like, do you, do you want to be seen waking up seeing the scream every day? Um, well, I guess, like you said, it had such a powerful effect on you. It's just like, and same with me. I think of that this painting quite a lot. Just yeah. Like, naturally, it's just a very memorable image. I like it. I, I like it. And also, do you know what I think is that it enables us to tells us about it's okay to express our emotions so when you see it you're thinking you know everyone's going through it and you can sometimes just let it out just stand there stand up Ah! (laughs) (laughs) is that what you mean yeah Yeah. god the levels have gone mental (laughs) (laughs) you've just given the compressor the the shock of his life. Well, I went away from the microphone. I didn't know I'd get so much volume. <laughs> that was a scream of nature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, as I said about the, uh, on the the thefts, is one of the reasons I think it's contributed to becoming so famous. So, the first time it was nicked was in 1994. There's a footballer, fairly successful footballer, was there a footballer that painted? No, it was a foot. It was a footballer who first nicked it. His oh, name really? escapes me. Yeah. Yeah, but basically, so he had a good good job as a footballer, but he did, he was always inspired by the Godfather movies. So he wasn't inspired by Maradona or uh, those kind of players. He was uh, he was inspired by characters from the Godfather and gangsters. Uh, he got a lot of red cards then, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so in nineteen ninety four. He, uh, the painting was stolen from the National Gallery in Oslo. The theft occurred during the daytime, so him and an accomplice uh, entered the museum, overpowered the guards and just took the painting off the wall and the thieves left a note saying, thanks for the poor security. Just walked in and took it off the wall, more or less. You know what footballers are like. They're athletes, aren't they? Yeah, so that's quick, quick and fast. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's a clever thing. Well, say clever, but it's not clever, but... Um, it was done at the time of the Lily Hammer Olympic Games, so they knew that the police would be already be stretched. Yeah. Now, they were actually eventually arrested, and um, it was recovered. The paint was recovered three months after it was stolen. 
What did he look like? You know, he looked a bit like Cristiano. He was Cristiano Ronaldo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he had the earring in. He had his security with him. (laughs) (laughs) So you think, well, why the hell did they? Why the hell did they steal it? You know, because you can't sell it. We we have talked previously about the fact that it's sometimes used as collateral in drug deals. These paintings, but specifically this time, the reason why he. They found out eventually the reason why it was stolen was because he was in touch with another criminal gang who wanted to do a series of armed robberies. And they knew that the police would be onto them if they were to just do this series of armed robberies. And they knew. So what they did was they got the police all focusing on the recovering the monk painting because it's such an important national treasure. It's a national symbol. So all the police resources were on the Olympics and on that. And then whilst they were doing that, there was a criminal gang that did a series of armed robberies. Is this giving you ideas? No, it's not. (laughs) No. It's It's giving me ideas to to go home and not do robberies. I'm right, yeah. Yeah. Official policy. (laughs) One night is rubbish. Now, a short advertisement break. So, Cristiano, what I want you to do is I want you to go down the right, beat the second defender, and then go round the corner and cross it in. No, but boss, I've got to get to the gallery. I have to go. I'll only be five minutes and I'll come straight back. Did you see that? Where did I put my gun? Look, are you a criminal or a footballer? Hurry up. The second half is starting in five minutes. I'll be really quick, boss. See you in a minute. So just head over to modernartisrubbish.com and subscribe to our email list to get your free artwork and to be updated on the latest Modern Art is Rubbish news. So that was the first time. Yeah. And then the second time they thought, well, some other criminals thought, well, I'll have a go in 2004. Now this was at the Monk Museum. The last one was at the National Gallery. This is the Monk Museum. This is 10 years later. Yeah, 10 years later. And this is another version, right? Now, also, don't forget the great concern about it. These works are on cardboard, so it's not even on canvas. So it's pretty... These these works can be quite easily damaged. Yes. Cardboard's not a good idea. If you want a work to last a long time, don't paint it on cardboard. Yeah. You know. Now... Basically, two men entered the museum in Oslo, again, overpowering the guards, and they threatened them with with guns, and they stole the screen painting along with Monk's Madonna. Um, Not Madonna, the pop star. Uh, I presume not, but carry on. I don't know why I said that. It's so ridiculously obvious. (laughs) Both paintings in the uh, permanent collection and they got away and they fled in a getaway car and basically they were um, they were convicted of theft and what happened was they the, the, the paintings were subsequently recovered um, two years later now when they conv- when they arrested in both cases yes and in yeah, yeah they so they recovered the paintings two years later well in this current one yeah yeah um and the police had uh, released, uh, got a tip about the whereabouts of the painting, be able to track them down. And 
there was limited damage. This now, if you go and see this version, the Monk, the 1910 version, in the gallery, you'll see a little bit of water damage. But what was interesting was they got a tip off from Lionel Messi. <laughs> no, there's no footballers in this one. <laughs> All right, but. Apparently, they were going. They'd stolen the paints to sell them to an art collector to pay off gambling debts. But the interesting thing was that when they got arrested, they didn't know where the paintings were. So they, so they actually, when upon conviction, the guys, the uh, the criminals, got fined one hundred and thirty-five uh, million dollars to order to pay in compensation. Yeah, because basically they weren't the the, the paint they'd they'd recate yeah for the unrecovered paintings. Yeah. So in the end, uh, they didn't they didn't cough up, but in the end they found them. So I don't know if they still have to pay the hundred thirty five million. It's a lot of money to owe permanently. That's a hell of a lot of debt. Yeah, people who might rob a painting seem unlikely to be able to afford to pay that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be <laughs> honest, probably Cristiano Ronaldo couldn't pay that, could no, he? No, he wouldn't. But then he probably would not nick the scream. He might buy a version. Yeah. He might buy a print. Like, he could definitely easily afford a print, a limited edition print. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Madonna could afford it. I'm not sure. Yeah, Madonna. Madonna's got quite a lot of expensive paintings. Has she? Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I don't know how I know that, but... I do. Yeah, well, I you've probably read it somewhere. Yeah, I haven't been casing her house looking no. for precious artworks. <coughs> I haven't been casing her house. <laughs> she lives in Lisbon, doesn't she? Does she? Oh, I thought she did. Doesn't she like live in Portugal? It's quite possible. A lot of people like to live there. Yeah, including Cristiano. And Portuguese. They like living yeah. there as well. And expats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Monk has inspired lots of other things, you know, and we talked about the Warhol thing. Also, I, I picked one of my uh, actual favourites, which was a an artist, well, no, a, a chef who's actually created, um, it's, it's someone on, on, on the internet, I'll put the link to their Instagram. They do lots of cookery stuff, basically, but I like the fact that they've decided to create a Monk out of food. It's fantastic. It looks sassy, though. Do you think it's the sass of nature rather than the scream of nature that their image? It's actually the art of the. Is, perf- it, is it vegan? I don't. It looks know. like bacon, part of it. No, is it? Well, that's the scream of nature, then, isn't it? Oh right, yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, her name's Marie Sabi, by the way. So I'll Saba, Marie Saba. So I'll put a link to it. But it, the scream does look a bit sassy. Do you think? Is that the expression you'd say? The sass of nature. Um, the source of nature. The source of nature. Saucy nature. (laughs) (laughs) Probably do with a bit of, like, sauce on it, I I think. And um, other things, you know, I've seen, my favourite one is screen plasters. I've seen, you you can buy plasters with a screen on them, which is quite good, I suppose. Yeah. Because you would be screaming if you need a plaster. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, Francis Bacon, you know, the screaming pope. That's another one off the top of my head. Is that um, a uh, sculpture? No, it's a painting. A painting, it's a painting. Yeah. yeah, Francis Bacon did. So there's lots of, uh, and again, it's you know, its influence is massive. 
as yeah. you know you see it as much as you do the uh, almost as much as the Mona Lisa reproduced in different imagery yeah cups mugs skulls skulls yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and so ends our scream edition Tom scream Delica. scream I scream primal scream that probably is uh, an influence well, primal screams are therapy, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's a primal scream, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so scream with Delica, primal scream. Yeah. Uh, Yoko Ono, a uh, uh, well-known advocate, and John Lennon. Yeah, you can't... If you do art or creation and you think anything about scream, this is almost like the modern interpretation of scream before, you know, all the horror films, all the stuff is... This is what brought it to the public consciousness. Yeah. You know, as far as I feel. What... Before pre the Blair Witch Project project. Yeah, pre everything, pre screaming, <laughs> pre screaming. No one ever screamed before the scream. <laughs> so so original. It invented a new human emotion. Well, yeah. Well, well, I guess like the humans, our skulls are probably based on this painting. Yeah, in fact, yeah, <laughs> yeah. skulls were just mushy, happy, smiley things. <laughs> so. Where can, Tom, where can people find out more and see images of the podcast? Um, maybe try and have a visit to modernartisrubbish.com and social media, Modern Art is Rubbish. You can find us on all of your favourite channels. Yeah. And um, that's it, really. It's just goodbyes then, isn't it? Ah! <laughs> Bye. <laughs>